about to become president of the colonies. You're going to be asked to make some very hard decisions. Act like you can handle it. They seek to impose and expand an empire of oppression. Welcome to Geek Fights, the Ponzi scheme of podcasting. I'm Damon Shaw. With me, as always, is Mr. Mike Ortiz. Mike, what are we fighting about tonight? Well, tonight, in honor of uh, President's Day, uh, we are doing the best fictional president. So who's joining us tonight? Well, it's been Josh Month, kind of, for two weeks. It's going to be Josh Month for three weeks. Hopefully, we can get four because we're recording the other episode right after this one so it should be okay josh month but it's josh van valkenberg what up doll yussie block shalom chuck farrell hey yo and she's been mentioned on the show quite a bit especially in the early days but she never came on it is ann geyer hey spoilers Uh, so how do the fights work mike well, each of our panelists has chosen six of their favorite uh, presidents, presidents, all kinds of presidents, presidents of nations, of empires, or of federations, whatever. Uh, we throw in two more chosen by Geek Fight staff to bring it up to 32. We randomly match them up, drop them into tournament-style brackets, which you can download from our website at geekfights.net. Uh, we each cast our vote, give our reasons. The winner moves on to the next round. This continues until someone is crowned best president. Uh, there are no wrong answers on Geek Fight, so use whatever rationale that you choose. Uh, how do you define best president? Maybe you would actually want to be that president, or you wish that president was our president, or you just like them, or you like the movie, or whatever. Any rationale, that's what we call geek logic, and good geek logic can sway votes, so choose your argument wisely. Or don't. You know, you don't have to be wise about it at all. You can just be stupid and silly. It's fine. I mean, just <laughs> like in the real, real presidential cho- choosing. Oh, yeah. Hey, Stephen and Silly <laughs> usually does win out. But let's jump right into the first fight. Speaking of Stupid and Silly, Josh, this one is yours. It is President Shrub from Spaceballs versus my, one of my favorite presidents of all time, President Dwayne Alonzo Mountain Dew Herbert Camacho from Idiocracy. Um, both of these guys are really, uh, you know, in terms of characters are really funny and everything like that. Um, but you know, I just, I like Scrooge a little bit better. Um, I like when snotty beams him, um, and he's real funny and, um, there you go. A vote for Shrub, Mr. Ortiz. 
Uh, I am going to go for President Dwayne Alonzo Mountain Dew Herbert Camacho, uh, mostly because I love his name. Uh, vote for President Camacho. Uh, Yussi. Well, I'm a, you know, a fan of both these uh, comedies, but I think that Scrooge has more resonance for us because, you know, it's, it's, it's a satire of uh, the Star Wars, you know, the original trilogy. And Scrooge, a lot of people didn't get it because they're like, well, you know, he's supposed to be the emperor. So why isn't he, you know, shriveled and deformed and wearing robes? But the point is that he does what the emperor never does, which is yell at the idiots around him. And he says, I'm surrounded by assholes. And so uh, just for that, I got to give it to Scroob. Uh Vote for Scroob. Scroob. Sorry, whatever. Chuck. Uh, yeah, I'm going to go with President Scroob uh, because, first of all, Spaceballs is great. Mel Brooks is uh, great. And um, even though uh, I think the concept of idiocracy is good, I thought the execution of it wasn't the, great, wasn't the greatest uh, uh, movie. So uh, that's the same combination as my luggage. Scroob. Uh, vote for Scroob and Anne. Um, I'm going to go with President Dwayne Zano, Mountain Dew Herbert Camacho, because, um, face it, both these guys are kind of idiots, but Scroob, um, he needed uh, something to save his world, and he came up with a really stupid plan that failed. And President Dwayne was stupid, incredibly stupid, and his world or country was starving, but he knew better than to try and uh, have a stupid plan. What he did was he found a really smart guy to fix things. So even though he was stupid, he saved the day by being a true leader. A vote for President Camacho, but President Shrub is moving on. And we're on to our next fight. Mike, this one is yours. It is... President Merkin, uh, what is this? President Merkin Muffley from Doctor Strangelove versus President John Henry Eden from Fallout Three. Uh, I have absolutely no idea who President John Henry Eden is, um, but I do love me some Doctor Strangelove, so I will vote for President uh, Merkin Muffley. I'm just going to say Merkin because I like Merkins. Uh, Yessie. Yeah, I'm going to keep up the streak of uh, voting for classic comedy so uh merkin another vote for president merkin chuck yeah i'm going with uh merkin as well gentlemen there's no fight in here this is the war room and um uh merkin josh Just why, love. josh why is it not a clean sweep um because john henry eaton is a supercomputer that took all the information from all the classic presidents and turned it into one glad-handing, autonomous uh, politico. Um, and I just think that's such a great idea to just take all the information about all the, just like everything every president has ever done up to one point and turn it into one like supercomputer that just does the worst things imaginable as president. So vote for vote for my guy. My robot, my supercomputer. It's a oh. Zach's supercomputer. So. A vote for President Eden, but... I'll change my vote. That does sound cool. Still uh, losing, another though. Vote. 
another vote for President Eden. But President Merkin is moving on. We are on to our next fight. Yussie, this one is yours. It is Space Lincoln, four score and seven years ago, uh, versus President Josiah Bartlett from the West Wing. Yeah, well, for me, I, I think it's important to uh, think about what a fictional president is. And Space Lincoln, I would argue, is actually a presidential impression. He's trying to do the, the speech, the mannerisms, uh, the, the dress of Lincoln. So granted, this is an Excalibur on Star Trek. He's not a real character, but whether it's him or Daniel Day-Lewis and Lincoln or it's Stan Smith on uh, American Dad or it's Louis C.K. on SNL, you know, they're trying to do a presidential impression in some comedic or dramatic fashion. But when you're talking about a fictional president, you're taking that real guy and adding something crazy, something which didn't happen. Like, say, if he were a vampire hunter, which wasn't a very good movie, which is why it's not here, but that that would qualify. And that's going against uh, an iconic uh, character, uh, Josiah Bartlett. He's definitely got my vote. A vote for Josiah Bartlett. Chuck? Um, yeah, usually I'm on the opposite side of voting for the Space Lincoln bandwagon, but in this case I'm voting for him because... A, he's Lincoln. B, it's in space. And I also like the whole campiness quality of him being in Star Trek. And even though, you know, uh, The West Wing was a good show and everything like that, uh, I think it uh, was kind of like this fictional, idealized idea of like what, you know, um, kind of Northeastern liberals want a president to be like, uh, um, uh, which is ultimately not as fun as campy Space Lincoln. So Space Lincoln. A vote for Space Lincoln. And... Um, I think as much as I love President Lincoln, uh, I'm going with President Josiah Bartlett just because he's funnier. And, um, Space Lincoln was not one of the better episodes of the original Star Trek, so I'm, I'm going to have to go with, uh, um, Jed, President Jed. Uh, vote for Jed Bartlett. Josh? Um, I will go with Space Lincoln. Because it seems like for the entirety of the West Wing, um, every single argument was written for Josiah Bartlett to win. Like he never really faced any adversity; he couldn't overcome just by like smooth talking. And I don't think that real presidents are like that. I think real presidents kill people in their sleep. So, um, Space Lincoln, a vote for Space Lincoln. It is all tied up. It comes down to you, Mister Ortiz. Which one takes the win? Well, you you know which one I'm going to pick. Uh, it's it's definitely Space Lincoln. Uh, I've been pulling for Space Lincoln from the beginning. Uh, I put Space Lincoln on the very first geek fight. And uh, he is so much more than the character for Star Trek. Now he is a character. Um, uh, he's part of geek fights. He's friends with uh, Stephen Hawking. They do movie reviews and, and karaoke together. Uh, he's really one of us who has gone on to something big. Um, like being a president and uh, and murdering Michael J- Jordan's father. I was going to leave that out. We don't have to keep rubbing that in in his face. Um, so it's Space Lincoln all the way. A vote for Space Lincoln. Although I would have voted for Je- uh, Jebediah, but like Bartlett. I love I love the West Wing. It's a great show. But Space Lincoln is moving on. We're on to our next fight. Chuck, this one is yours. It is Federation president. That is his name. 
he has no name in Star Trek Six. President <laughs> Federation President versus President James Dale from Mars Attacks. Mm, it's hard to vote against President James Dale, even though I'm not a huge Mars Attacks fan. Uh, you know, it's Jack Nicholson, so you know he's always awesome. Um, but uh, I got to vote for Federation President just because it's played by the actor who played Red Fordman in a. The 70s show and also one of the villains in Robocop. He's really great, you dumbass. Uh, and after the 70s show has been out, every time I watch Star Trek 6, I always think of him uh, uh, adding like dumbass or something like that. Yeah, and that actor is great. And the fact that he has no official name except just Federation president, I find hilarious. So I'm voting for him. A vote for the Federation president. And. Um, I think this was hard for me um, because. Um, honestly, um, they they both seem like kind of failures. One, because, um, the, all he did was he refused to stand up for his own, uh, the Star Trek guy. He refused to stand up for his own citizens. And then he was just the target of an assassination plot. So he didn't actually do anything. Whereas President James Dale, I mean, he wasn't very effective either, but at least he tried to do something. Um, plus, he insulted Congress, which is always good in my book. When he said that, you know, you still got two out of three. So that that actually was one of my, that that was actually um, a great scene. I I really loved the idea of maybe you know we'd all be better if we only had two out of three. So I'm going with Jack Nicholson. A vote for President Dale. Oh, ooh, somebody fell off the call. Oh, yes, he did. That's all right. We're going to move on. Uh, Josh. Um, you know, Mars Attacks is one of those movies where, like, it, you know, if you, if you, you know, see it in the wrong state of mind, you're not going to like it. Um, you know, but if, you, if you're ready to just to just scratch them nuts and laugh at them butts, then you're going to have a good time. Um, so I'm voting for Mars Attacks because it ain't wax. A uh, vote for President James Dale, Mike. Uh, this this actually is kind of kind of tough because I was originally going to vote for uh, Federation President, uh, based entirely on the he uh, someone tried to kill him uh, and he survived, whereas uh, President James Dale did die at the hands of the aliens. I, I believe isn't that what happened? It's been a long time since I've seen that movie. Yeah, he uh, died. Uh, but. Um, I I just I have to say Anne's logic is is correct. Uh, that Federation president actually did absolutely nothing, and he didn't survive the attempt because of anything by him. It's because of Kirk. So he basically did nothing, did nothing, stood there, got shot at, and Kirk saved him. So yeah, that's actually a pretty horrible precedent. So uh, I will vote for James Dale. Two out of three ain't bad. Uh, <laughs> Yesy. Uh, where does the vote stand? Uh, right now, uh, President James Dale from Mars Attacks is winning. Okay, then I got to use all my ammunition right now. He does do something, the Federation president. And by the way, when I submitted his name, I called him Red Foreman. Because not only do we not know <laughs> his name, we don't know his race. And my theory is that Red Foreman is such a mean son of a bitch, he just refused to die. And he just lived on for 300 years until he became president of the Federation. <laughs> and, and look, when we back at those TOS meetings, and I love them, Kirk is wrong 
so many times. I mean, it, it, it's unbelievable. Like he, he does so many stupid things from one movie to the next, you know, constantly disobeying orders. And it's like, Oh, is the ship ready to go to war? Well, I don't care because I'm taking over and we're doing it. And yes, we love it because it's Kirk, but I felt like Star Trek six gave us that sense of seriousness because, you know, it came out after the end of the cold war, essentially. And the Federation president stands up to Kirk and says, yeah, guess what? You're not in charge of the Federation. You're, you know, a decorated captain in Starfleet, which is great. And you hate the Klingons for many reasons, including the fact that they killed your son. But we have a chance to make peace with them. And that's what he does. And I, and I feel that, you know, he, he's like the lone example in all of Star Trek of a president, or for that matter, anyone who outranks a captain who's, you know, really on the ball, he's right. and you know, answers the question of why don't we just make the captain of the Enterprise, you know, in charge of the entire Alpha Quadrant or maybe the whole galaxy. So I'm going with uh, the Federation president because, as I remember, didn't Dale basically almost get the entire Earth killed? Uh, Kind of. I will change my vote. I kind of felt, I felt that was coming. That's why I didn't write down Federation <laughs> or uh, President Dale. Uh, Federation president is moving through to the next round. We're on to our next fight, and this one is yours. It is Rufus T. Firefly from Duck Soup versus Roslyn, uh, Laura Roslyn, President Roslyn from BST. Um, this is no no contest for me, Laura Roslyn, for any criteria you want. Um, I not only think um, she could take Rufus T. Firefly in a physical fight, she is also a lot smarter than her and him, and um, she has a battle star, and, or rather, her boyfriend. So I don't, I don't think uh, Fredonia has a chance against a battle star. Plus, Rufus T. Firefly starts war, and Laura Roslin um, ends one when she convinces the uh, Abdama of the uselessness of of continuing the fight. She reminds him what his real job is. A vote for Laura Roslin. Josh. Let's just say I can't believe my eyes. One million fireflies. Duck soup. Owl City, baby. A vote for Rufus T. Firefly. Mike. This is tough because I, I put uh, Rufus T. Firefly on the list. I thought Groucho was robbed in Best Mustache, and I thought maybe he'd have a shot here. But uh, going up against Laura Roslin out of the gate was not the best thing to happen to him. So, uh, Roslin. A uh, vote for Laura Roslin. Yussie. Yeah, I, I almost uh, screwed this up because I originally had Laura Roslin for like the past nine months. And then I said, actually, you said Damon, you know, well, go with the more obscure ones. And I said, definitely someone's going to put her on. And then she wasn't. And then Anna said, wait, we can uh, put on people who are from, uh, you know, not from America, right? And uh, so she put that uh, uh, on the list. And, yeah, that was my argument that I was going to use, physical fight. So it's definitely Roslyn. Another vote for Laura Roslyn. Chuck. Um, I'm actually not really familiar with Rufus T. Firefly, so I'm voting for 
Laura Roslin. I, I like the character too, uh, but I'm going for basically for that reason. And Laura Roslin is moving on into the next round. We are on to our next fight. Josh, this one is yours. It is Stephen, what is this, Briarly, Byerly, whatever, from Iroh. Beverly. That is not, that is not Beverly. (laughs) I'd vote for a president named Beverly. We'll fix it before it goes online. Oh, it it is Beverly? Okay. It's Byerly. What are you talking about? (laughs) I don't know. Versus Tug Benson from uh, Hot Shots Part 2. D. Um, Yeah. Both all right, you know. Um, I like I like them hot shots, you know. I like them, but uh, you know, I robot can never die. That's what they say, and that's how they play. So that's who I'm voting for, Mister Beverly. I salute you. A vote for Briarly, <laughs> Mike. I, I, uh, I don't really. I don't know if I know who either of these are, but. <laughs> Hot Shots Pot Do was was at least a comedy that was well. I don't know if that was funny. The first one, was. Lloyd, Lloyd, Lloyd Bridges is the president. Oh, all right, I'll vote for Lloyd Bridges. A vote for Tug Benson. Yussie. Yeah, well, uh, Barley. In case there are people who are like real Asimov uh, experts, it's true that he's not a president in the original novel. But the film that they were that Harlan Ellison wrote a screenplay for in the late seventies, sadly never got made. He, you know, that was the first thing he did. He's like, he's the president. That's clearly the the the, the job that he has. And uh, you know, for those not familiar with it, basically it asks the question: uh, What if your president was an android, or maybe, you know, it's it, it's this this question which is. Uh, hovering over him, and it's sort of the crowning moment of iRobot, which is about, you know, how do robots uh, fit into human society? So uh, I'm going to go with him, you know, despite my my love for Lloyd Bridges. A vote for Byerly. I'll just say Stephen, President Stephen. Chuck? Um, Yeah, I actually haven't seen Wild Wild Robot yet, so I I can't test to... How good that is, but uh, I do like the book of iRobot. Um, but I'm going to go with Tug Benson. Basically, just like everyone else was saying, Lloyd Bridges is great. He it does kind of like a good uh, straight man, sarcastic stuff, like Leslie Nielsen. He's just always great. So, uh, uh, and Hot Shots Part Two is a fun movie. So uh, I'm going to go for it. It is all tied up. It comes down to you, Ann. Which one takes the win? I feel so powerful. Um, I don't. I didn't see iRobot. Does President Barley even is he even in that movie? Because the only the only thing I know. One. Yeah. Okay. Well, I'm talk, I'm gonna look at this as the as the book. Then um, he's in the first and he's in two short stories. And in the first one, he's not the president yet. But in the the other one, um, later on, he he does become head of the government. Um, I forget if president is his title, but. In the first story, he's just awesome. He um, he just refuses to say whether or not he's a human being or not, and he just says it. You know what? Robots are if if androids are sentient, they should have civil rights, and therefore it shouldn't make any difference. So you got to prove that I'm not a robot. So there, 
and um, he manages to keep it completely ambiguous despite what everybody tries to do. And um, that's the only thing that his opponents had against him was that he might be a robot. And um, so even if he was, it, he turned out to be a really great president. So I'm going with him just because he was that smart. And President Steven is moving on into the next round. We are on to our next fight. Mike, this one is yours. I can't do a very good one. Mr. Gorbachev, tear down that wall. It is Ronald Reagan from Dark Knight Returns versus President Michael Winslow from Metal Wolf Chaos. Um, I am going to vote for Ronald Reagan. Uh, the character's name was not actually ever identified as Ronald Reagan. Um, and because it's you know set in some sort of a 10 years from now future, uh, it's some kind of un- unnamed president that looks exactly like Reagan. And Reagan was president when the book came out, so it was very clearly meant to be a Reagan character. Uh, and I'm going to vote for him because uh, when giving a speech, he literally wraps himself up in the American flag. A vote for Ronnie Reagan. Well, no, this is Ronald Reagan. Ronnie's on the other side. Yossi? Well, when I uh, got the brackets, I wasn't uh, familiar with uh, Michael Wilson. Uh, and actually, there are a number of uh, video game characters here. But uh, then I, I read about it, and this, this game seems totally insane. <laughs> and when you, when you compare it to Reagan, you know, I think there's a lot of similarity between Frank Miller's Reagan or Reagan Analog and, uh, you know, Alan Moore's Nixon. We'll get to him later. I, I just felt like Miller's Reagan wasn't, wasn't interesting. It was sort of like, oh, he looked up. He was you know, writing uh, Dark Knight Returns, and it's like, oh, that's the president right now, so I'll make him the president, or someone who looks exactly like him, even though it's 20 years in the future. But, uh, you know, the game of Metal Wolf uh, Chaos is just so crazy. I mean, we got to have one of these guys who are like, you know, the super badass uh, president, so Wilson. A uh, vote for President Woodrow? No, <laughs> Rufus Wilson or Michael Wilson? I don't know. Uh, Chuck, um, I'm actually going to vote for Ronald Reagan, but the real Ronald Reagan because he was our first fictional president. A <laughs> uh, vote for Ronald Reagan, and um, I'm actually old enough to have been able to vote during uh, uh, Reagan's presidency and uh, didn't vote for him the first time. Don't intend to ever vote for him, given the chance, President Michael Wilson. A vote for President Michael Wilson. It is all tied up, right? Yeah. Wait, one, two. Yeah, it's all tied up. It comes down to you, Josh. Which one takes the win? All right, so you got President Reagan, kind of a bitch, doesn't have a badass mech, doesn't terrorize insurgents all over Washington, D.C. You got President Michael Wilson, has fucking rocket launchers on his robot. He's blowing shit up, trying to kill the vice president because he screwed him over. He's going after the people in Arizona because they're trying to insurrect and separate from the union. He's a badass with a, with a robot. Fucking Metal Wolf Chaos all the way, Babby. Did you just say Babby? Maybe I did. Maybe I didn't. You'll never know. Well, yeah, we will. We can just rewind the tape. 
Play it back. Let's hear it. Put it up on the big screen. On the big screen. Ding! Michael Wilson is moving on. We are on to our next fight. Uh, Yussi, this one is yours. It is the first unknown fight of the afternoon, evening, whenever you're listening to it. It is President Beck, also known as Morgan Freeman, the first black president from Deep Impact, versus Jarrett's pick. And it's a good comic book pick. Uh, It is The Beast from Transmetropolitan, which is uh, Warren Ellis. Warren Ellis. Yes. Oh, wow. This just became very easy. Yeah, the from Transmetropolitan. That that's uh, an awesome comic, and you know the thing is with with Beck. I, I know he has great, uh, you know, symbolic uh, influence. You know, it's like that Morgan Freeman was either the president or God for a while there, but I, I don't think you can really point to much that he did to save the people. Like he he gave some good speeches. Uh, I guess he was smarter than was it Danny Glover in 2012? Who just sort of yeah, sat it, was Danny, there. it was Danny Glover. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah, and he said like, "Oh well, I'm old," and he also got, you know, uh, that was also a tidal wave. Uh, but uh, yeah, I'm, I'm going to go with uh, the Beast. Is that it? The Beast. The Beast. A vote for the Beast, Chuck. Um, yeah, I'm going for the Beast too. Uh, Transmetropolitan is a great comic. Um, uh, really enjoy it. Uh, it's actually good. Uh, maybe slightly obscure pick, and also um, President Beck, Deep Impact. It was uh, when Hollywood was kind of coming out with two di- of the same movie at the same time, and Armageddon was a better movie than Deep Impact. So screw that movie. A vote for the Beast and against Deep Impact. Uh, and. Well, I actually asked for President Beck to be put on this list, um, and I have never heard of the li- of the Beast. But that doesn't change the fact that I'm voting for the Beast because President Beck is the worst president ever. He's awful, and it's a shame that it was played by Morgan Freeman. But I'm sorry if your world is coming to the end, you don't get more and more haggard looking on national television the closer it gets. You're not you're a leader, damn it. Act like one. Be brave. Don't, you know, oh, everything we're trying is failing. I'm gonna stop shaving. You know, come on. Show a little leadership oomph. He's just it, it was a cheap um it was a cheap ploy by the filmmakers to just hammer you over the head about, ooh, things are getting bad and people are getting desperate. We're going to have the president look sad on national TV. No, sorry, the beast. A vote for the beast. Josh. Song as old as time. Something as old as rhyme. Beauty and the beast. Another vote. For beauty and the beast. Oh, uh, Mike. Uh, I am going to vote for Morgan Freeman um, because he was the first black president, which means he is Obama. And I voted for Obama. No, he. And I. Am I, am I on, well, the first br- black president that I ever saw. And, uh, and I'm going to vote for him because I voted for Obama and I feel like I'm on Fox News. <laughs> <laughs> because everybody else voted for the beast. Get it? Fox News. It's, you picked the I, devil over the was, black guy. I don't get it. 
was written by a white guy, so he made the first black president a wuss, a, a really bad president, and you should reject him for that reason. It's and, all right. And also, um, I, this is one of those, uh, I guess, confessions. I've never actually read Transmetropolitan. You didn't read Transmet, huh? No. Well, I was don't, I. Or so. don't do it. Don't read it. But the beast is moving on. We're on to our next fight, Chuck. This one is yours. Uh, what is this? Eloy, uh, Eloise Pritchard from Honorverse versus David Kovich from Dave. Okay, I'm going to vote for Dave because I don't know who Eloise Pritchard is, and Dave is uh, kind of a funny movie. Uh, Dave is a great movie. Fuck yeah. you. Uh, and? Um, I'm going to vote for Dave Kovich because I, despite being a, a big reader, I am um, embarrassed to admit I've never read anything from the Honorverse, and I probably should. But um, I just love the movie Dave, so I'm voting for him. Another vote for Dave. Joshua. All right, so let's talk about Dave. He's totally cool, but he was kind of a fool for thinking he could change shit. After that movie, they killed him off. I guarantee it. But who are you voting for, Josh? That's right. It's coming, and here it is. Bruce Pritchard. But it's Eloise Pritchard. Eloise, the little girl in those books. Yeah. That's who I'm voting for. Then why did you call her Bruce? <laughs> Isn't that the who is that? I the don't name know. popped in my head. Someone <laughs> Google that. See who that is. He's like a fa- a vaguely famous guy, I think. Is he oh, one of the guys from Iron Maiden? I don't know. A vote for Eloise That's Pritchard. I vote for. Can you imagine that presidency? Mike. Uh I will vote for Dave. Another vote for Dave and Yussi. Okay, probably too late, but uh, I just thought I'd explain who Eloise Pritchard is. Uh, so it's from David Weber's uh, Honor Harrington series, and she is she's actually the head of the bad guys, uh, the the uh, the Republic of Haven, which is this overextended empire where the you know that basically the on the core world they, they they don't work and they're all on welfare so they keep having to conquer more and more worlds until Eloise Pritchard uh comes along she's sort of like uh I, I guess the best analog is uh Major Kira who eventually was Colonel Kira uh you know imagine if she were elected president she's just you know she starts basically fighting against the government. There are a lot of coups and she basically manages to survive them all. And when they finally hold free elections, she, uh, takes over. So, um, I'm voting for her. Pritchard. Another vote for Eloise Pritchard, but Dave is moving on. We're on to our next fight. And this one is yours. It is president Lex Luthor, which was sweet as shit versus president Frankenstein from death race. 2000. Um, I can't believe I want to, I'm going to vote for Lex Luthor. He's, he's a villain, right? But, um, I just, I, I never saw President Frank, uh, Death Race 2000, so what the hell? Uh, Lex Luthor. For Luthor. Luthor was an excellent president. I will say that much. Uh, Josh. 
Um, I am going to vote for President Frankenstein because he won the death race, got elected, and then ran over a guy who was interviewing him. And that's how I would want my president to handle business. You get in his face, he'll fucking spin the tires on your guts. A vote for President Frankenstein. Mike? I'm totally voting for uh, President Luther. I wish he was our president. Uh, he he was a great president. He may have been a villain, but the only people who knew he was a villain uh, really were the superheroes. Uh, everybody else thought he was just a powerful businessman who gained political power and, and did this by really helping people a lot. Every People were employed. He had advanced technology. Uh, the country was really, you know, riding high. It all fell apart when he got kind of addicted to the kryptonite and put on the green battle suit. But that would happen to any president, you know, that got hooked on green kryptonite. So uh, if you just take that one failing at the end out, and you know what? I think we still, I think, you know, dry him out, take the suit away, put him back in. He still would have ended the term pretty well. Um, so I'm going to vote for Luther. Yeah, Luther was a great president. I miss President Luther. Uh, Yussi. Well, um, the thing is with Luther, I love the character of Lex Luther. And I particularly like, you know, when he was reinvented in the mid 80s as, you know, this power hungry businessman. And I just felt that when they made him president, Lex Luther has such an ego that's really the most important thing to him. He wants to be loved for uh, for his intellect and uh, in, for his uh, philanthropy which is camouflage granted but that's what he wants the idea that he would then run for president and deal with you know i guess both political parties like he ran as an independent right but both political parties would be after him and you know uh any given president you know close to half or more than half of the population hates you i just never thought it you know, believable that that's what Lex Luthor would do. And meanwhile, you know, Death Race 2000, that's all of these, uh, you know, that's Running Man and Battle Royale and Hunger Games. That's, that's where this all starts, this idea of this, you know, televised competition and, and uh, you know, it, it death for the loser and winner takes all. I'm going to go with Frankenstein. A vote for President Frankenstein. It is all tied up. It comes down to you, Chuck. Which one takes the win? Um, I'm going to go with Lex Luthor because uh, I, I really like the idea of him basically being this super intelligent man who's president. He's secretly a villain and uh, making him president was just really fucking badass. Uh, I really like that. So Luther all the way. I love that character. Luther takes the win and we are on to our next fight. Josh, this one is yours. It is Thomas J. Whitmore from ID4. Today is our Independence Day versus President Ronnie also known as Ron Reagan, from Bad Dudes. I really do enjoy Bad Dudes, and the idea of beating up a dragon ninja lord um, just to eat a burger with President Ronnie is pretty sweet, but, uh, you know, Independence Day is, like, that's the president, and he's back in that new TV show, same president. They got him, they got him back on NBC. Um, as a new, as a, as he's still the president cause he saved the earth. So they let him keep being the president. So, you know, that's a, that's a lasting character versus president Ronnie. They fucking took him out of the home version and replaced him with president, uh, president like Bush or whatever. I forget the fucking nickname they had for him, but they, they kicked his ass out of there. President Whitmore is still on TV. So suck it. 
I really do like the idea of him being the same president from Independence Day, just carried on into that show. That would be great. Uh, Josh? Sorry, Mike. <laughs> uh, I will vote for uh, Thomas Whitmore. Um, I'm actually not familiar with Bad Dudes, um, but I am familiar with Independence Day, and even though it's not a, a great movie, um, I will uh, I will still vote for him. That was a good president, a good rally the troops, blah blah blah, and the whole thing with him being you know back on NBC now. I, I maybe they'll make a reference to it on the show, so I'll vote for Whitmore. I really, I, I, I his name isn't Whitmore on NBC. I wish it was though. Uh, Yussi? Well, here's a situation where I I I'm not a strong fan of either. But I would rather have a president who does too much than a president who does too little. So that's Whitmore. Another vote for Whitmore. Chuck? Yeah, I'm voting for Whitmore just because I really liked Independence Day when I was younger when it came out. And the classic, you know, uh, this is our Independence Day speech. And uh, Bill Pullman, I think, is kind of an underrated actor. I think it would be funny if that show he's in when they end it... uh, the aliens are invaded, you know, tie it in. But, uh, um, and yeah, I'm, I'm just like Mike, I'm not super familiar with bad dudes, unfortunately. So, uh, I'm going with Whitmore. Uh, vote for president Whitmore. Uh, and is it a clean sweep? Uh, I think so. Um, for one thing, because I'm not going to vote for Ronald Reagan. And the other thing is because, um, President Whitmore is 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 a hottie, and he's a widower, and he needs comfort. A vote for President Whitmore, and President Whitmore is into the next round. And uh, seriously, my favorite part of seeing Independence Day, I saw that on July second, so two days before Independence Day, because it was going to come out on Independence Day, but I saw it two days before. I remember after that movie, everybody piling out of the theater shouting USA, USA, USA. Because of that goddamn speech he gives at the end of the fucking movie. Uh, so, yeah. Uh, it was better in Henry V. Yeah, whatever. Whitmore is moving on. Mike, this next fight is yours. It is Nixon's head from Futurama versus President Hayes from Stargate. Totally Nixon's head. Uh, we sang his praises in uh, Best of Futurama. Uh, he, I, I, and again, like Luther, I'm not, I'm not convinced he's such a bad president. I think, uh, I think things uh, look, look pretty good in the future. And yeah, he covers his own ass, uh, which is, uh, Agnew's body, uh, typically also, and a robot body from time to time. Um, and I really don't remember who president, uh, Hayes from Stargate is. <laughs> um, Yussi. It is with great pleasure that in uh, a second geek fight, I get to vote for Nixon's head. Uh, Uh, Chuck. Um, Yeah, I'm definitely voting for Nixon's head. Uh, Really great concept. I'm meeting you have pippies halfway here. Uh, uh, Really brilliant. And um, I could be mistaken, but uh, President Hayes in Stargate, I don't think really appears very often. He's more like alluded to. Uh, Again, I could be wrong. Um, and, uh, I mean, come on, jokes about Nixon are just always priceless. So Nixon's head, uh, vote for Nixon's head. And, um, 
I'm actually going to, I guess it doesn't make any difference, but I'm going to vote for President Hayes for two reasons, because it's played, he's played by William Devane, who is like the, the go-to guy to play the president. They even picked him to do, to be the president in uh, the Dark Knight Rises. Um, so as soon as you saw him, you knew, oh, that's the president. But also because of the scene where he's first elected and um, he's getting his briefings and everything in the first day in the Oval Office. And they come in and they tell him, uh, sir, one thing you should know, we've got this program that sends people to other galaxies and we've got all these these bases on other planets. And uh, essentially, yeah, we're, we've been in a war with godlike aliens. And, and William Devane sits back and goes, okay. And he is totally unfazed by it, and it's hilarious. So that's why I voted for him. <laughs> a vote. He also got uh, not landing credit. A vote for President Hayes. Uh, Josh. <laughs> you know, he, he may run like Mays, but he hits like shit. So I'm voting for Nixon's head. <laughs> and Nixon's nice. head is moving on to the next round. We're on to our next fight. Yussie, this one is yours. Look at it. it's more Nixon. It is Richard Nixon from Watchmen versus Alan Alda from Canadian Bacon because he has no name other than the President of the United States and Canadian Bacon. Well, what's funny is that Alan Alda wasn't he also presidential candidate on the West Wing? Yes, he was. Yep. Yeah. Him and Jimmy Smith. Right, but he lost. Yeah, Smith is the president of that universe, and uh the Alan Alda is uh what is it, Secretary of State. And ah, Smith's in the okay. Galactic Senate. See, um, so listen. I just have to give a personal perspective on this because I know a lot of people look at Watchmen and they say that it's dystopian because it's like, look at what a hellhole New York is in 1985. Um, I was there; that wasn't too far off. So uh, that part of it is uh, being a dystopia. Uh, I don't buy it, and really, you got to give him credit. This is, you know, what, wouldn't you want the president to do that? If there were really superheroes, wouldn't you want the president to control them? And yeah, he killed a few reporters. But, you know, at the end of the day, he's still, um, you know, he, he has to run again. Um, and, and there's this uh, allusion to, to Reagan that might challenge him. Um, he certainly let Agnew go down because Ford is vice president. So, you know, it's not quite our democracy. That's true. But he's not that bad a president in his uh, fifth term. So, uh, Nixon. Uh, vote for Richard Milhouse and Nixon. Chuck. Um, yeah, this is a tough one. I want to vote for Nixon, but I already kind of did. So I'm going to throw some love to Alan Alda and Canadian Bacon. Uh, I think that's a funny movie with the hacker Hellstorm. And uh, uh, John Candy, um, it's actually directed by Michael Moore. A lot of people don't realize that. Um, but uh, yeah, uh, you know, uh, Nixon is great. And the whole dystopian Nixon, I, I also think, is a, is a fun idea. But uh, I'm going to go with Canadian Bacon on this one. Uh, vote for Canadian Bacon and President Canadian Bacon. And? Um. I am. I. I almost got convinced by. I don't know who's arguing for Nixon about being a good president. And there's a certain. There's a certain thing that you may want to have a guy who's ruthless, even though he's like a completely amoral jackass. But how can I vote against Bacon? Bacon is like the food of the gods. 
Alan Alda. This is Canadian bacon. It's just ham. <laughs> well, it, it's a uh, it's better than nothing. Touche. Vote for Alan Alda. Uh, Josh. Um, you know, Canadian bacon is you know whatever, but Watchmen is pretty good. You know, Nixon is he's he's all right. I mean, you know, um, he's 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 uh. I like his big old dick nose they gave him in the movie, where it's like like a foot and a half long, like Pinocchio. Um, and uh, I guess he wasn't a bad president. He won. He won Vietnam, which is nice. You know, he he got them. He got them boys out of there by uh, by using superheroes to basically fucking kill them all. Um, so uh, I'd have to say, I'd have to say, that's that's only Futurama Nixon. Just... No, he did, he did it there because he's like, say goodbye to the fucking the Harvard elite or whatever when uh, they get fucking blowed up. A vote for Richard Nixon. It is all tied up. It comes down to you, Mister Ortiz. Which one takes the win? Oh shit! This is this is actually uh, uh, kind of tough because uh, I'm not terribly fond of either of them. Um, it's interesting that we've had two, actually, I guess three real presidents show up here in some kind of fictionalized form, uh, Reagan twice and Nixon twice. Reagan only went on once, but I think Nixon will go on twice. I'll vote for Nixon. Richard Nixon from Watchmen is moving on. We're on to our next fight. Chuck, this one is yours. It is David, David Palmer from 24. Which I truly believe that if he doesn't happen on 24, we don't have President Obama versus President McNeil from Futurama. Um, hmm. <laughs> okay, yeah, I like, I like both of these, but um, I'm going to go with President Palmer uh, because it was all part of the liberal media conspiracy to, to make us vote for a black president. But no, in all seriousness, uh, he was really great in it, and he's got a really super awesome deep voice for, by progressive, so... You got to go with Arnold. I mean, uh, I said Arnold Palmer. <laughs> uh, President Palmer. A vote for President Palmer and Arnold Palmer. Um, I'm also going for President Palmer because he was played by the utterly sexy Dennis Haysbert. And um, he was also in Now and Again, which was um, one of those TV series that got got in its prime after only one season and I'm still mourning but um just the voice and and President McNeil is a cartoon so um the sexy sexy President David Palmer who's uh, also new he's also newly single and, and needs comfort a vote for David Palmer Josh I'd vote for Arnold Palmer any day of the week his tasty oh, yeah. drinks are totally delicious. Also, President McNeil totally gets fucked over by a lure from Omicron Percy I ate. Like, immediately just shows up, gets fragged, and then fucking Brannigan throws in the towel. So he wasn't a very good president. <laughs> <laughs> a vote for David Palmer. Arnold Palmer. Arnold Palmer, whatever. Write it in there. Mike. As far as I'm concerned, there's only one president on Futurama that I give a shit about, and that's Nixon, and he's already moving on. So I will vote for David Arnold Palmer. 
That would be hilarious if his middle name was Arnold. But then his initials <laughs> would be double anal penetration. Um, Yossi. Yeah, I, I'm not going to waste any time. Definitely Palmer. You're in good hands. With Allstate. <laughs> yes, he's all, the voice of Allstate. David Palmer is moving on. We're on to our next fight. And this one is yours. It is Jack Ryan from, you know, the Tom Clancy stuff. You know, he eventually becomes president versus James Marshall from Air Force One. Get off my plane. That one's really, really hard. They're both pretty much badasses. Um, I don't know that um, Air Force One president was a good president. Um, I didn't see him doing anything but running around being a commando, which was pretty hot in and of itself. But I did see Jack Ryan do semi-presidential stuff, like going around and, and uh, uh, navigating the uh, corridors of, of the CIA and whatnot. And he also um, taught at, at the academy, and he was a Marine, and um, he's just as smart as Air Force One president. So I'm going with Jack Ryan. A vote for the Alec Baldwin version of Jack Ryan. Yeah, there's three Jack Ryans, goddammit, at least TV-wise. What? Yeah. Do I have to? Right? Do I, I have mean, to go? Ben Affleck, Jack Ryan, got fucking America yeah. nuked. See? Yeah. Like straight up, totally dropped the ball. Stadium got gonna blown be a up. He's a fucking idiot. Yeah, there's gonna be another Jack Ryan. There's a multiple Jack Ryans, but uh, Josh, go ahead. Uh, he um, got nuked. Still couldn't kill him after nuking him. Well, they nuked a stadium, and it was his fault because he should have stopped it, but he didn't. <laughs> he's a puss. Um, Is he in a fridge so he, then? Wait, what? Was he in a fridge then? No. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Air Force One dude survived a nuke in a fridge. This is a, a frigid air. Uh, <laughs> I will give my vote to um, President uh, Harrison Ford because he punched a dude off his plane. They're both Harrison Ford. <laughs> no. Yeah, Harrison Ford. Just write it in. Uh, a vote for get off my plane, James Marshall. Mike? I will vote for Jack Ryan because while they are both Harrison Ford, Jack Ryan also is uh, Alec Baldwin and uh, and Ben and Affleck, Billy. and uh, so uh, there are three of them. Ooh, there are three of them. Yussie. Yeah, I uh, I think this might be the the coolest fight of of the first round because both of them are of this. Um, you know, of this mold of, of the uh, badass president. But I think what's awesome about Jack Ryan is that he, you know, he goes through phases in his life. He actually matures, um, you know, on uh, Marshall, on, on uh, Air Force One. Okay, it's, it's a fun, you know, hour and a half, hour and 40 minutes. Jack Ryan has, has a, you know, an ongoing narrative. So he gets my vote. Get off my show. A vote for uh, Jack Ryan and Chuck. Um, yeah, I'm going to go with James Marshall because not only was he such a great president that the terrorists had to plot to uh, kind of uh, kidnap him uh, for their own machinations, uh, but uh, even when he wasn't being president, he was able to go commando style and single-handedly prevent Russia from going communist all over again. 
Now that's a hands-on good president, and it's also Han Solo. So you gotta go for get off my plane. Wait, but wait, he, how do we know he wasn't wearing underwear? Yeah. <laughs> what? He he was free balling for sure. 100%. Oh yeah. Yeah, he was free balling. Uh, if you're you president, the, the cut scenes, the you know, that were cut out of the you know the uh, the theatrical cut. Well, most presidents are free balling. Come on. Oh yeah, guaranteed. If you're president, you're free balling. I would be. But Jack Ryan is moving on. We're at the, was, yeah. the last fight of the first round. Uh, Josh, this one is yours. It is the other unknown pick. It's Karen's unknown. It is President. 2T Fruity from Futurama, one of my favorites, but not Futurama, from Mr. Show, versus President Howard T. Ackerman from Red Alert. That's yours, Josh. Okay, um, so Red Alert, uh, it was, it was pretty good, you know, a um, lot of, lot of cutscenes that were, like, full motion, so for the time, it's definitely, you know, neat shit. But, you know, President 2T Fruity caused an international incident with a stanky toot. And uh, that's something that I haven't seen any other president do. So um, I'm going to have to give it give it to 2T Fruity. Uh, vote for 2T Fruity. Uh, Mike. Uh, I will also vote for 2T Fruity because I know what Mr. Show is and I don't know what the other one is. Obviously, a video game. If you don't know it, it's obviously a video game or a book because you don't read uh, fiction. Uh, but uh, yeah, Yasi. I will go with uh, Red Alert because I think there's more depth than there is in Tutti uh, Fruity. Chuck? <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm going for Tutti Fruity as well because I'm familiar with Mr. Show, but not with the uh, video game. And and um, I am going with Tutti Fruity because it's a classic Little Richard song, and it's also a great flavor. And, pres- and I don't care about. <laughs> and President Tutti Fruity is moving on, and we will be back right after this speech from one of these presidents. Yeah, Mike, you're gonna have to do that now. Four score and seven space years ago, our space fathers brought forth on this space continent a new space nation. Conceived in space liberty and dedicated to the space proposition that all spacemen are created equal. We are now engaged in a great space civil war testing whether that space nation, or any space nation so conceived and so dedicated, can long endure. We are met on a great space battlefield of that space war. We have come to dedicate a portion of that space field as its final resting place for those who here gave their lives that that space nation might live. It is altogether fitting and proper that we should do this. Space. But in a larger sense, we cannot dedicate, we cannot consecrate, we cannot hollow this space ground. The brave spacemen living and space dead who struggled here have consecrated it far above our poor power to add or detract. The space world will little note nor remember what we say here, but it can never forget what they did here. It is for us the living rather to be dedicated here to the unfinished work which they fought here for thus far to be so nobly advanced, 
It is rather for us to be here dedicated to this great space task remaining before us, that these honored space dead we take increased devotion to the cause for which they gave their last full measure of space devotion, that we were highly resolved that these space dead shall not have died in vain, that this space nation under space god shall have a new space birth of space freedom and that, that space government of the space people, by the space people, and for the space people shall not perish from this. Keep my, keep my. Hello, Geek Fights fans. This is your favorite guest panelist, Alan. Do you have a blog, business, website, or podcast? Have you been wondering how you can get your promo or commercial played during the Geek Fights mid-show break? Well, we here at Geek Fights HQ have some great news for you. Geek Fights wants to play your promo absolutely free of charge. That's right, ladies and gentlemen, your friends at Geek Fights want to share the internet love. And with exposure to over 20,000 listeners a month, you just can't go wrong. How do you get your promo on the show? It's easy. And don't worry about the quality. DIY is fun. Simply record your promo any way you can. Just be sure to include your show or business name and website if you have one. And email it here, geekfights at gmail.com. That's geekfights at gmail.com. And please put promo in the subject line. And your friends here at Geek Fights will run your promo during our next open slot. Don't forget, it's absolutely free. Thanks for listening, and keep up the geek fight. This is Paul Wolf from Tone Lux, and you're listening to Geek Fights. And we're back doing what we do every goddamn week. Uh, Jarrett Formby, trademark geek cred, hated by some, loved by others, and... Uh, Let's go to Josh. Josh, what is your geek cred, sir? Geek cred includes eating a Lunchable every day and being real gay. All right. <laughs> Chuck, what is your geek cred, sir? Um, I guess my geek cred is that um, I'm basically a big fan of everything. I got my parents' uh, basement still stuffed up with my records, books, comic books, etc., Huge uh, sci-fi fan. Uh, love everything about Star Trek, Star Wars. Um, you know, I could go on and on, but uh, I'm just a big fan of of anything I can learn to appreciate. So, uh, and I like arguing about arbitrary um, uh, things that don't necessarily make sense. So uh, it all comes together here on the podcast. Yussi, what is your geek cred, sir? Well, for this. I mean, this is like the first time where I had no question about uh, what my geek cred is because hanging on my wall as a kid, my one official poster was purchased at National Archives or something like that in, in Washington was the president. And, you know, it was, I, d I don't know if it was the straightest thing in the world, uh, but 
it was, uh, you know, it's just amazing that you could, you know, look at that and that's a snapshot of American history. And, uh, you know, to this day, I can name them all in order. Probably don't want to hear that. Do it. But, <laughs> what? Yeah. Go, 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 go. Yeah, yeah, yeah actually do, do it. it. If you can do it, do it. Okay. My eyes are closed. Washington, Adams, Jefferson, um, Madison, Monroe, John Quincy Adams, uh, Jackson, Van Buren, William Henry Harrison, Polk. Uh, Wrong. What? You missed one. Oh, Tyler Polk. Uh-oh. Oh, no. Tyler Van Polk. Sorry. Okay. Um, Taylor, Fillmore, Pierce Buchanan, Lincoln, uh, Andrew Johnson, Grant. What are we up to now? Oh, Hayes. Hayden. Um, uh, we're up to. Oh, right. Garfield, Arthur, Cleveland, Benjamin Harrison. Cleveland, um, McKinley, TR, um, Taft, Wilson, Harding, Coolidge, Hoover, FDR, Truman, uh, Eisenhower, Kennedy, LBJ, Nixon, Ford, uh, uh, Carter, Reagan, Bush, Clinton, Bush, Obama. That's yeah, amazing. That's, that's sick shit, bro. Good times. <laughs> Thank you. Well, how many were? How many were not buried in the United States? What? Wait, why do you know oh. that? Oh, wait, but this is the cool part. Thirty-two of them were popularly elected and served most of a term at least. So we could have had real president, but Damon said, eh, let's not get political. Let's do fictional president. Well, yeah, because if we got political, we'd probably be turned off very quickly because this is, so and we'd end up with Nixon twice. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, and the really good presidents get fictionalized anyway. Exactly. So how many weren't born or weren't uh, buried in the United in the United States territory? Yeah, I want three, seven, two. How many are still alive? Is that like the trick? (laughs) Ooh, yeah, none of them because they're all alive. Yeah, how many presidents weren't born in the United States? Oh, just Obama. Um, no, and and, so what's the answer to the question? Uh, four, four. Which four? Carter, Bush, Bush, and Obama. Oh, yeah, the, the ones that are still alive. What about Clinton? Yeah, what about Clinton? It's five. I got it, it's five. Oh, yeah. bro, no, wah, gnarly. Wah. Hey, he forgot, he forgot Tyler. Horns dot A-I-F-F. But let's, let's wrap up this, this getting to know you segment with Ann Geyer. The Ann Geyer spoiler Bye. warning. She's a... Uh, we we talked about Ann Geyer, Geyer very 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 early on, and this is her first time being on an episode. One hundred and forty one episodes later, Netflix, Netflix screwed me over. 
and I couldn't get the ending to Lost for like months after they had it open, and uh, I accidentally heard the end, but whatever. Um, so what's my geek cred? Yes. I, I, I am speaking to you surrounded by a science fiction convention. How's that? I'm in the middle of Capricorn 33, um, a fan convention in Chicago that has about a thousand people attending. And it's been very fun and I'm very tired and very hungover. Rock and or roll. Yeah, I say that a lot. I don't know why. Let's jump back into the fighting. Mike, it's you. It is President Scrub versus President Merkin. Which one you got? Hmm. Um, let's see. Scrub versus Merkin. Uh, both comedies. One a a kind of silly farcical comedy. One of them a darker uh, political comedy. Uh, I like Strange Love more than Spaceball. So Merkin. Uh, vote for President Merkin. Yesy. Well, I think what we've got here is um, Sellers at the top of his game versus Brooks at like 80%. So I got to give it to Merkin. Another vote for Merkin. Chuck? I'm going with Screw because I actually like, I mean, don't get me wrong, Dr. Strangelove is great, but um, Spaceballs is kind of like a lighter, more zany uh, comedy, which uh, I'm more likely to just throw it on and enjoy and... uh, I just love Mel Brooks in general. Even at 80%, um, he's, he's top-notch. And remember, the uh, title to Dr. Strangelove, if I'm not mistaken, is Dr. Strangelove or How I Learned to Stop Worrying and Love the Bomb. I love how long that title is. Uh, Anne? Um, I was watching Spaceballs again because I hadn't seen it for like since it, ever, since it originally came out practically. And... Um, I was really surprised um, the fuck fairy had visited, uh, meaning that um, you come back to something that you saw a long time ago and you realize, oh my God, how did I like this? It really hasn't aged very well, at least not for me. Um, plus, Dr. Strangelove is like I- iconic. And um, it's, it's... What? Oh, right. <laughs> Um, no, it's just, it's one of the best movies ever made. So how can I, how can I vote against it? Another vote for president Merkin and Joshua Merkin might as well be jerkin because space balls rocks balls. If you know what I mean. And if you don't, then kiss my grits. Well, Merkin is twerking because he's moving on into the next round. And we are on to our next fight. (laughs) He's twerking it. He's twerking it it right now. We're on to our next fight. Yes, see, this one is yours. It's Space Lincoln versus the Federation president. Yeah, uh, I'm sticking with the Federation president. I think that he's, you know, uh, uh, an interesting character. And I think it's important that we see, you know, that wider aspect of the Federation. We, we were talking about, you know, before we started recording, the newest Star Trek. And, and to be honest, that was what uh, bothered me about it the most, that, you know, Starfleet seemed so empty. Like, where, where are all these people? The Federation seemed so empty. It's like, oh, well, we'll just take these cadets and give them the flagship because we've only got, like, 
three senior officers, and one of them is in a wheelchair. And here, you know, with, with Star Trek Six, you know, we, we, we got a sense of the Federation as a real political organization with a president who made some tough choices. Uh, so I, I'm sticking with him. A vote for Federation President Chuck. I'm going with uh, Federation President Red Foreman because he kept all those dumbasses in line. And? Um, I voted against Lincoln in the previous round, but um, I just, I can't for this one. I think, I'll just say because he has more screen time. President Lincoln. A vote Space for Lincoln. Space Lincoln, who murdered Michael Jordan's father. Uh, Josh? Um... You know, Space Lincoln, classic. Red Foreman, also classic. You know, um, there you have it. Those are the arguments. And let's just see where the where the cards lie. Uh, you didn't choose, Josh. I did, and I chose poorly. What? what? That's not a choice, Josh. All right, for real though, can you fly, dumbass? And then he gets thrown out of the truck onto the onto the uh, road because they drove around, and Peter Weller had dualies. So we're voting for for fucking Clarence Boddicker for president. I'll vote <laughs> for the Federation president and Mike. Uh, I just gotta tell you something about Space Lincoln. I mean, he first of all knows judo. He uh, he has uh, excellent tachiwazu. And he throws a mean uh, Koshi Garuma and Tomanagi. He flies around through space uh, in an awesome chair. Uh, Federation yeah, president doesn't have a chair. He has to take a spaceship. He doesn't. Uh, he doesn't need a spacesuit even. Yeah, yeah. He's uh, and in reality, he is an Excalibur, a member of a highly advanced uh, rock-based race. Um, when the Excalibians were looking for the best example of humanity. Uh, they brought up uh, Lincoln the way that when they wanted the, the greatest Vulcan, they picked uh, Sarek. So the, an independent alien organization has already picked Lincoln as the best human, just period. So certainly he would have to be the best president um, and uh, not uh, not that guy that almost got shot. A vote for Space Lincoln, but that guy that almost got shot got through the next round. Wait, what is Space Lincoln twerking? If I change my vote for him, Ooh. ooh, does he twerk? I don't think I don't think Space Lincoln does any twerking. He does judo. Hey, I know karate. I know judo. You know Space Lincoln can twerk. Because Stephen Hawking well, can twerk, Lincoln and he would certainly teach. Drives him. like a gangster when he's come to see you. Let's change that vote and let's build a moat. We're building them okay. up. He's solid as a rock. Hey, he might know karate, but does he know crazy? Uh, he's got a black belt in it. Space Lincoln is moving on into the next round. We are on to our next fight. Chuck, this one is yours. It is uh, Rosalind, Laura Rosalind versus, uh, what is it? Stephen Brierly. Um, hmm. This is tough. Uh, again, I haven't actually seen the iRobot movie. Uh, I like the book. Um, but uh, I'm going to go with President Rosler because I like Battlestar. Um, and even though I haven't seen iRobot, I have a punch. I'd like 
Battlestar as a whole a little more. Um, so just based on, on those reasons alone, going with the BSG. Uh, vote for Battlestar Galactica Roslyn and um, I am going for I really liked Stephen Byerly and iRobot mm. the, the, the stories but um, I'm afraid if I vote against Laura Roslyn she'll be coming for me so uh, I will uh, she's, she's just so awesome um, I don't feel bad about voting against Stephen Byerly so I'm voting for Laura Roslyn Another vote for Laura Roslin. Josh. I got a vote for my main man, Beverly. A vote for Beverly Crusher. Mike. <laughs> uh, I am voting for uh, Laura Roslin. Um, first of all, I thought it was a great idea at how she became president. That she was what the secretary of education and everybody else in the chain of command was dead. Uh, so it just naturally falls to her. I thought that was kind of an interesting idea. And then she turns out to be, you know, she starts off as the, the school teacher who can stand up to the admiral. Uh, and in the end, she's a badass president. I mean, she, she wanted to throw a baby out an airlock. She'd throw a baby out an airlock. So uh, I'm going to vote for, for Laura Roslin. Uh, vote for Laura Roslin and Yassi. Well, thank you, Mike, for uh, bringing up how she became president. Because, of course, she was uh, replacing President Adar whose name comes from the Jewish month of Adar, which just started five hours ago. And Congratulations. Thank you. It's a whole <laughs> month of nonstop drinking. And uh, nice. I got a vote for that. And the man ate our pick. Uh, or woman, in this case. So, Laura Roslin. A vote for Laura Roslin. And Laura Roslin is into the next round. We are on to our next fight. And this one is yours. It is, uh, let's see, this is President Michael Winslow. Or, yeah, Wilson. Sorry. I don't know why I keep Winslow? going Winslow. I don't know why I keep going Winslow. Yeah, that's why. That's why. <laughs> I don't know why I keep doing that. Versus the Beast from Transmet. Uh, I don't really know either one, but um, eh, I'll go with, wait a minute, which who am, I, who am I voting for here? You're voting for the guy with the badass Mac. Uh, Michael Wilson or the Beast from Transmetropolitan. Okay. Um, just uh, the Beast because he has a better name. The Beast. Yeah. Josh? He might have a better name, but does he have a better fighting robot answer fuck no h2o michael wilson is a, a son of a bitch and he'll fucking kill you and that's that i'll vote for michael wilson mike i'll vote for the president with a mech another vote for michael wilson yussie well who is the beast nemesis beauty yeah. <laughs> Uh, no, it'd be Gaston. No, it's Maybe. Spider. Uh, what's his name? Rico from Rocky One. No, it's Spider. Whatever his name is, I can't remember his. Fo- Spider, 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 Spider Jerusalem. Spider Jerusalem. Yeah. Where am I from? Jerusalem. The Beast. Oh, wait for the Beast. Wouldn't you not want to then? Because he's an enemy of your your state. As it were. Well, yeah, but then he realizes in retrospect that the beast wasn't so bad. 
because the guy who replaces him is even worse. See? Hate it when that happens. It is all tied up. It comes down to you, Chuck. Which one takes the win? I'm going with the Beast because I like Transmetropolitan and I'm not as familiar with Michael Wilson. So, Beast. The president with a mech is going down to the Beast. (laughs) The Beast is moving on. Josh, this next one is yours. I like this fight. It's actually a really, really funny fight to me. It is Dave Kovich versus President Lex Luthor. Um, you're talking physical fight. You're talking about Dave, because he was like he grew up in the mean streets. He was like a city councilman or whatever. So he'll he'll fucking just tackle Lex Luthor, slap him on his bald head, fart in his face, Krillin style. You won't know what to do. Oh, vote for Dave. I'm gonna steal your vote here, Mike. I'm just taking it. Uh, Dave Kovic was a, a, a just a, a lookalike impersonator. That's all he was until after he became president, and then you know did uh, then unbecame president. Uh, Lex Luthor is so fucking brutal and evil that he would fund things that would just he would actually just employ Dave as like a presidential lookalike. That's what he would do to keep him out of the way. Uh, I, I love the shit out of Lex Luthor. I love President Luthor. Uh, everybody was happy under President Luthor's reign. And it wasn't like he was doing underhanded, dirty shit behind the scenes either. He was actually a really good president. An he is the president. smartest, richest man in the world. Yeah. like Everybody was taken care of. Unemployment was down to like 1%. Like He was great. And the best part about it was Superman fucking hated it. Superman couldn't stand it. And, he, and both of them knew it. And uh, yeah. I, I am stealing Mike's vote and voting for President Luther. Uh, Yessi. I registered my uh, objection about uh, Luther in the previous round. But at this point, look, Dave sort of kind of fakes being the president for a couple of months. And yeah, it's implied at the end. Oh, he's. He's into politics now. Wow, he's a city councilman. I guess he'll be president within the decade. That's, you know, the, the best president in that movie is uh, Ben Kingsley. And he's Gandhi. So um, in, in this fight, I'm uh, <clears throat> excuse me, switching to uh, Team Luthor. Go Team Luthor. Uh, Chuck. Um, yeah, I'm going with Luther hands down. Uh, I agree with you 100%, Damon. I really like the idea of Luther being president. Uh, and the fact that even though he's a supervillain, he's actually a very good president. Um, uh, although maybe just, you know, on the surface. But, uh, I mean, Luther, even in a physical fight, he's so intelligent, he could, like, just hit some guy in, like, a soft spot or weak point and just bring him down. That's how intelligent the guy is. You, you can't. The only person who can go toe-to-toe with Luther is Superman. As you can see, he has superpowers. That's how brilliant Luther is. So, Luther. Are you uh, guys saying that Luther's smarter than Batman? Yeah, Luther's smarter than Batman. He is. What? He just has bad luck. Yeah. Is he smarter than Brainiac? Uh, no, but Brainiac. Brainiac's not human. What about Brainiac 5? Brainiac 5 also, also not human. <laughs> but, Ahan? Um, I don't know. I, I feel like I need to stand up uh, Somebody needs to stick up for Dave because um, I think if you talk about just in a fair fight, um, like a physical fight, 
Dave has those arm extenders where he could, like, catch a fish that was this big, and he could certainly just, you know, hold Lex Luthor off while he, while he continues to hit him. So, um, I'll just, I'll stick for Dave. <laughs> I'll vote for Dave, but I will say that you said a fair fight and Lex Luthor in the same sentence, which obviously isn't going to happen because it's Lex Luthor and he never fights fair. But, well, yeah. His, uh, Dave is losing. Lex Luthor is moving on. We're on to our you know, next fight. If, if we were going to take someone from a rom com, I would have gone with uh, Michael Douglas from The American President. Yeah, somebody mentioned him. Uh, Mike D mentioned him. He, he's like throwing him on the list. But what's the one yeah, with he, um, Michael Douglas? Was, the he, American President. No, the one where he, he like fucks the lady and then the president dies. Is that a movie, or am I just <laughs> imagining that? Okay, we're just gonna we're just gonna move on. That was JFK. That was JFK. Uh, anyway, on to our next fight, Mike. This one is yours. It is Thomas J. Whitmore from ID Four and that new show on NBC that nobody watches versus <laughs> Nixon's head. This this is actually kind of tough, um, but uh, I'm not a big fan of Independence Day, as I said. Um, I think my favorite thing related to this president was a uh, Saturday Night Live sketch where Bill Clinton said he loved Independence Day because he liked the uh, president whose wife got killed and then he hung out with a stripper. Um, I thought that was funny. Uh, but I'm still going to go ahead and uh, vote for Nixon's head. Um, it, it What was just sort of a, a one-note joke early on actually became a, a great recurring character um, that that kind of grew a lot uh, without actually kind of changing or getting any better. But uh, certainly, uh, his storyline became much more expansive, and uh, he was a lot of fun. So, Nixon, a vote for Nixon's head, Yussie. A physical fight. Uh, Nixon's head could order the Nimbus to destroy uh, Widmore's F fifteen, whatever it was. Uh, Nixon. Another vote for Nixon's head, Chuck. Well, at any rate, I would certainly would not hurt the child. Nixon's head. Another vote for Nixon's head. And um, as much as I love um, President Whitmore and and think he's just about the hottest president on this list of any of them, um, probably and and as much as I, I I think Nixon was a bad president when he was alive, maybe his head is really. Uh, Making up for all the bad things he did as a as a as a as a as a, as a tall person. Um, plus, it's just funny. So Nixon's head. Another vote for Nixon's head. And Josh, is it a clean sweep? Um, it will be a clean sweep. But I would like to add the little caveat that the Nimbus can't shoot down shit because it's a big piece of garbage. And they make it clear that the Nimbus is just, like, trash multiple times in the series. Like, it fucking gets blown up, crashes, the weapon systems don't work right. It's just, it's not a good ship, and Brannigan would fuck up shooting down one jet, so. Well, you could kamikaze it. Oh, Lord. <laughs> but doesn't he lose, then? Because he's dead, and... No, he just stays off the ship. No, no, no. What I mean, if you're kamikaze it... Oh, you mean Nixon's... Nixon, Nixon orders them to kamikaze. Okay, see. that yeah. makes sense. That makes sense. You're welcome. 
Nixon's head is moving on, and we're on to our next fight. Yussi, this one is yours. It's more Nixon fun. It is Richard Nixon from Watchmen versus David Palmer from 24. This is uh, actually a tough one because um, I think they've both proven to be iconic. So I, I just have to go with the, um, the series that I enjoyed more. And that was Watchmen, where Nixon was, you know, I think it was actually cool that he, he wasn't the hero. He wasn't the villain. He certainly was important, but he was very much uh, behind the scenes. So um, I don't think he's the better person, but he, he might just be the better president, Nixon. Uh, vote for Richard Nixon. Chuck? Um, yeah, Mike has kind of me uh, convinced I'm going for, uh, for Nixon here. I like, uh, you know, President Palmer, great character, but uh, I'd also really like to see Nixon versus Nixon, you know, uh, the butting of the heads of the Nixons. And... Um, uh, I mean, hey, there's nothing more badass than carrying out an illegal uh, firebombing war in Cambodia. So Nixon. Yeah, but he had Jack Bauer. Jack Bauer did so much illegal shit, but a vote yeah. for... Well, Nixon doesn't even need Jack Bauer. He just does the illegal shit himself, hands on. A vote for Nixon. Uh, and... Um, I need to revise a previous vote because I said that uh, President Whitmore was the hottest person on this list. I, I take it back. It was David Palmer. A vote for David Palmer. Josh? I will continue the legacy of voting for my favorite drink, Arnold Palmer Hard Malt Liquor. Um, so there you have it. We're doing, we're doing the nasty. We're drinking the grossest beverage imaginable. Did, did you say malt liquor because he's black? No, because Ar Arnold Palmer literally has a drink called Arnold Palmer Hard, and it's the half-and-half half iced tea mixed with Colt 45. Well, that seems disgusting. They <laughs> sell it at the fucking store. You can buy it. it Works is, every time. I don't want to think about Arnold Palmer Hard. <laughs> it is all tied oh. up. It comes down to you, Mr. Ortiz. Which one takes the win? Let me tell you about my problem with uh, Nixon and Watchmen. Um, as much as I love Watchmen, uh, there are some things about it that I think are interesting, but but a little kind of off. And, and Nixon is in here as president in 1985 to show, one, to show how different this world is from our world. Uh, and secondly, you know, to create this sort of right wing boogeyman uh, that, you know, dirty hippies like Alan Moore would consider to be the the worst uh, type of evil that had been unleashed on this world. Uh, problem number one is I actually don't think, you know, he, he becomes president uh, past the two terms because he wins the war in Vietnam and everybody loves him so much that they rescind that constitution. And that's just kind of bullshit because, you know, Eisenhower won uh, Korea and they didn't do that for him and everybody still would have hated Nixon because he was kind of a slimy guy um, and secondly the president that we actually had at that time Ronald Reagan turns out was a much uh, bigger right wing boogeyman and probably would have made just as good a villain um, so because I kind of have a problem with Nixon and Watchmen uh, I'm not going to vote for it and and David Palmer was uh, was actually quite an awesome president and uh, and yeah, I was I was wrong when I said Morgan Freeman is Obama. This guy is Obama. 
more like no Obama. Well, no, no, he he's much closer. Lots and lots of drone strikes. A vote for David Palmer. David Palmer moves on. We're on to our next fight. Chuck, this one is yours. This Jack Ryan, Ryan, Ryan versus 2D T Fruity. I'm gonna go with Jack Ryan. A vote for Jack Ryan and. Um, Trudy Fruity versus Jack Ryan. Hello, why do I, it's no question, Jack Ryan. <laughs> over Jack Ryan. I like how you were like, this is a hard, oh wait, no, this isn't a hard decision. Uh, Josh? Got a vote for my man, 2T Fruity. He's got them stinky toots. A vote for stinky toots, Mike? Uh, this this is tough because I also have uh, stinky toots, um, but I believe so does Alec Baldwin. So I will vote for Jack Ryan. A vote for Jack Ryan, 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 uh, and Yessie. Yeah, I'll uh, throw another vote to Jack Ryan. And Jack Ryan, Ryan, Ryan. I don't know if people notice I said it three times because there's three of them, at least in uh movie form. Jack Ryan is moving on. We're on to our next fight. Uh, it's for a spot in the final four, and this one is yours. It's President Merkin versus President Space Lincoln. Um, President Merkin on his watch, World War Three started. Whereas Space Lincoln was a hero and he was based on a guy who was handed a war and fought it to an end. So, um, whereas nobody can win a nuclear war. So I'm going with space Lincoln. A vote for the man who killed uh, uh, space Lincoln. <laughs> Josh. Um, like I said before, Merkin is jerkin. So we're getting him out of here. He can, he can suck the day's dick. A vote for Space Lincoln. Mike? Space Lincoln. Down on the farm. That didn't make any sense. <laughs> Chuck? Kung Fu Space Lincoln. And Yussie. Uh, this is Hypnotoad all over again, isn't it? I hope not. He doesn't deserve well, to win. Okay. Hypno Toad or Space Lincoln? Space Lincoln. Hypno uh, I will offer wins. my futile argument, uh, which is yeah, the Excalvians are this awesome, uh, super advanced civilization. But guess what rock. they. What? They can't be that sweet if they're made out of rocks. Yes. There's a better rock uh, race, which is the Horda. And there's also a better, you know, super intelligent race. The Organians, who actually bring peace between, you know, a cold peace, but still some sort of uh, truce between uh, the Klingons and the Federation. So uh, I'm going with the Merkin. A vote for President Merkin Muffley, but Space Lincoln is into the final four. It should have been President Dwayne, Alonzo, Mountain Dew, Herbert, Camacho. But it is Space Lincoln in the final four. We're on to our next fight. Josh, this one is yours. It's another spot in the final four. It is President Laura Roslin versus 
the beast. I'm going to go for the beast because no one fucks like Gaston except the beast. Uh, vote for the beast. Mike? Uh, I'm going to vote for, for Laura Roslin, uh, mostly because I, I like Battlestar Galactica a lot more than Transmet. Um, I, I, I bought, I mean, I read the first couple of issues and just couldn't, couldn't get into it. I may try it again. Um, but, uh, you know, th- both of them are these kind of strange, uh, very dark, uh, I mean, Galactica is, you know, technically not the future, but, uh, it's a futuristic society to, to some degree. Uh, but, uh, you know, I thought that the reality of it and, and the darkness of it, uh, was, was really great. And, and Laura Palmer was and Laura Palmer. Uh, Laura Roslin was one of the uh, one of the best characters on there. At first, I didn't think I would like her because um, I thought she was going to be the tree hugging, you know, no, we must do the right thing, uh, president. Uh, you know, when she started off, and and very quickly, you, you kind of see that the realities of the situation they're in and the decisions she has to make uh, are are very very different from that viewpoint. And and she really is willing to make those tough decisions. I think she genuinely is a good president who's trying to both do the right thing when possible and, and still serve her people and the survival of her people, uh, when need be, um, all in all, a great president. She was chosen by prophecy, uh, and she led her people to a new world and a new future and us. So that's awesome. By raping monkey people. Uh, yes. Those monkey people were willing. It's racist. man. Okay, uh, so the beast uh, ultimately uh, loses by regular um, electoral means, and he's gone. Laura Roslin just keeps coming back. The only thing you can do is kill her, uh, which, which is what, you know, it, it's finally done not by humans or Cylons. It's, it's done by cancer. So... Uh, I, I would definitely go for the tougher opponent, the tougher president, and that's Laura Roslin. Another vote for Laura Roslin, Chuck. Yeah, I'm going for Laura Roslin just because, um, again, a good point uh, was just made earlier. The Beast is actually defeated. Um, and also, uh, I also I like Transmetropolitan but Battlestar. I like uh, even more. I thought she did a good job. Uh, well, the actress, at least. Uh, um Playing Laura Roslin, so that's where I'm going. Uh, vote for Laura Roslin and Anne. Um, I don't really know much about the Beast, but Laura Roslin is just awesome. And I'm thinking of this one of the early episodes where Starbuck was lost um, after crashing, and Adama and um, what's his name, Apollo, are like, no, we're going to stay here even though we're risking the entire fleet and they're being completely irrational. And Laura Roslin has no power, really, other than her power to convince. And she talks to them like they're grown-ups and she brings them to their, their senses with nothing but her power of persuasion and that makes her a great leader. So, Laura Roslin. And Laura Roslin is into the final four. We are on to our next fight. Mike, this one is yours. It is Lex Luthor versus Nixon's head. Ooh, this is really tough. Uh, I, I love both of these. I've been championing both of these the whole way. Um, Nixon's head is more fun. 
he Nixon's head's probably going to win this because Futurama is typically more popular than Superman on this show. Uh, but I'm still going to vote for Lex. Um, you know, he he's a great villain, which somehow makes him a great president. Um, nobody knew it in the comics, at least till he went crazy. He would certainly win in a fight because he has, you know, access to uh, advanced uh, extraterrestrial technology and a powerful battle suit. Uh, and limbs. And, and limbs. Good point. Um, he, Nick Nixon, uh, ultimately, uh, got caught in all of his, uh, his horribleness and, uh, and Lex never did. Even when, uh, after all was said and done and he did get caught, he was able to make it look like, uh, like a clone of his had gone crazy and, and wrecked all this havoc. Um, so he's always able to dodge that. Uh, he's a great president. He's a great villain. He's a great character. So president Lex. He's a great president. This is best president, not best character. A vote for Lex Luthor. Yussi. This is actually a tough one for me because I, I love Futurama, but I love Superman more. But I, you know, you got to go with, as you said, the best president. And I think that it's not, oh, Lex just happened to go crazy you know, with kryptonite and battle suits and all this stuff. It, that is his character since 1940. You know, he, he always goes mad with power one way or another. It's the scientific or the uh, financial power or the political power. Uh, Nixon, I feel like uh, we're talking about Nixon's head here. So Nixon with the body made a mistake. Nixon's head remembers that and he's too smart to make the same mistake again. So Nixon's head. A vote for Nixon's head. Chuck. Um, Well, if uh, Nixon was a little more photogenic, super intelligent and more powerful, he would be Lex Luthor. So therefore I'm voting for Lex Luthor. A vote for Lex Luthor. And Um, I was kind of, uh, torn between both of them until um, he said uh, he made a mistake and now he won't make that same mistake again. I think that makes Nixon more dangerous because maybe the next thing he tries is something that we won't see coming. And uh, he really, really was kind of a bastard and not a nice person and didn't really believe in democracy. And, um, if I didn't vote for Reagan, I'm not going to vote for Nixon. So, um, Lex, besides, um, um, Damon, you convinced me about Lex being a complex, interesting character. So, there you go. Lex Luthor. Uh, vote for Lex Luthor and Josh. Lex Luthor, more like Lex Doucher. We're voting for Nixon. A uh, vote for Nixon, but Lex Doucher is moving on into the final four. And for the final spot in the final four, Yussi, this one is yours. It is David Palmer versus Jack Ryan. Well, I'm going to bring up uh, something I I mentioned before uh, in in terms of Ryan that I I feel like he's got the more complete story. And uh, to be honest, I'm not a huge Tom Clancy fan. But I know that, you know, Ryan was president and then uh, he's coming back. Palmer, 
a very noble guy. Again, probably a situation where he's the better guy, the better human being. But as president, I think that, you know, Ryan has the, you know, not, not just the, the ability to, to, to say to someone, okay, you, you go do what needs to be done. But to actually know what that means, because he's been on the ground and he's seen what it means. And he, he says, well, you know, I, I understand the, the, the pros and cons of it firsthand. So going with Ryan. A vote for Jack Ryan. Chuck. Uh, I'm going with David Palmer because, uh, first of all, he uh, uh, made American television audiences ready for an actual real black president. And uh, also he dealt with uh, Jack Bauer, and Jack Bauer is ultimately one of the number one badasses of all time. And he was able to recognize that. And I also just like the actor and his super silky voice. Oh, yeah. David Palmer. A vote for David Palmer. And... Um, I'm really torn again. Uh, I do like the actor. He is super, super hot and he was smart enough to, uh, pick a guy who, um, was one of the worst badasses of all time. But, um, Jack Ryan is both a badass and a real smart guy. He combines the two of them. And he uh, has been in government and has seen all the dirty tricks and everything. And you will not be able to shock him. And he won't make, he, he won't let people sneak up behind him because they've already tried and have not succeeded. And uh, I think he'll be, he knows where the bodies are buried. He's not, a, he's not, um, he's not a virgin and he, uh, is, um, will not shy from doing nasty things if nasty things are required. So I'll go with Jack Ryan. Besides Alec Baldwin, when he played him was really hot too. Not as hot as David Palmer, but enough. Yeah. Jack Ryan is willing to do ass to mouth. Uh, Alec Baldwin is still hot. Uh, Josh. Um, The Shadow was a good movie. Uh, Alec Baldwin was in it. Um, Ernest Borgnine was a cab driver in Escape from New York. The Shadow had a cab driver. I'm voting for the president from Escape from New York. That's not on the list, Josh. Write in candidate, motherfucker. It's it's too late to write in a candidate. It's either David Arnold Palmer. I'm voting Jack for Ryan. I'm voting for Arnold Miss Michigan Palmer because he's jerking it, if you know what I mean. You ever hear that phrase? Yeah. What about Jack Jerry Ryan? Do it. Make it ha- don't Seven make it happen. Uh, a vote for David Palmer. It is all tied up. It comes down to you, Mr. Ortiz. Which one takes the win? Wow. Um I am gonna vote for uh David Palmer. Uh I don't know Jack Ryan as president. Um, I've only seen those movies. I don't think I even saw the Ben Affleck movie. So I've only seen him as kind of like CIA agent, super spy or whatever the hell he was. Um, so I don't know how presidential he actually is. Uh, David Palmer was, was a, a very good president. He dealt with uh, crisis and adversity. Uh, he was president in two seasons, right? And then his brother was president after that. So that's he was president for two seasons. 
his so, brother. So, uh, so that's you know a good a good political family. Uh, it was a strong presidency, uh, and uh, hey, it's it's 2013. Got to keep the black man in the race. The and, black race and David Palmer oh. is moving on. Uh, may I just say that we also have a woman on this. That Jack Ryan got screwed on Geek Fights this month because best third film, Clear and Present Danger, wasn't even. In the bracket. Yeah, it wasn't. Because fuck Jack Ryan. And because David Palmer was such a good president that he was assassinated after he left office. <laughs> anyway, we are at our final fights. It is Space Lincoln versus Laura Roslin and Lex Luthor versus David Palmer. Chuck, the first fight is yours. Space Lincoln versus Laura, Laura Palmer. Okay, uh, I'm going Laura, physical. Laura Roslin. Okay, I'm going physical fight, and Space Lincoln with his kung fu uh, skills would definitely uh, bring her down. So, Space Lincoln. But she's got special psychic powers and Cylon blood. A vote for Space Lincoln. Ooh, I forgot the Cylon blood. She's got Cylon blood, that, which made her not sick at all. Uh, Anne? Um, I'm going with you, Damon. She, um, she even though Space Lincoln, if he was modeled after Abe Lincoln, Abe Lincoln was, um, physically, he was a real badass. When he was shot, they um, were, like, uncovering his clothes to get the bullet wound, and they were shocked that a man of his age was in such great shape. He probably had a six-pack, and, um, you know, even so... Uh, not a lot of Americans at the time knew anything about like martial arts or jujitsu or anything. And uh, Laura Roslin is from a futuristic society. I'm sure she was familiar with those things, and she had not to future. do something. Excuse me. I said it's technically in the past, not the future. It is well, futuristic. Though. Yeah, and um, being. Um, most politicians, she um, was a ruthless person even when she was Secretary of Education, so um, she probably learned a little uh, martial arts on the side, and in martial arts, size isn't everything. So in a physical fight, um, I think she could hold her own against Space Lincoln, and uh, in um, with with weapons, she has a battle star. He had a spear. Um, and as great as Space Lincoln was, he, um, as Lincoln was, he saved the country, he saved democracy. Laura Roslin saved the species. So I'm going with Laura Roslin. Yeah. Josh? Don't forget the vampires. <laughs> Josh? I'm, I'm going with my boy Space Lincoln, because he's space drinking. Mike? Uh, I will vote for uh, Laura Roslin. Uh, I love Space Lincoln. Uh, I'm glad he made it this far. Uh, but you know, now comes the time when we decide. Uh, Don't be a bitch. Do we really want the? <laughs> do we really want Itchy or Hypnotoad to move on again, or do we want the real uh, best president? And I think that's Laura Roslin. Plastic man. It is all tied up. It comes down to you, there, Yussi. Which one takes the win? Well, try to top this. I have an Aunt Rosalind, Laura Roslin. And Laura Roslin, the person that outlawed abortion, is moving on into the next round. <laughs> She's in the finals. We're off to our next fight. And this and one she is beat yours. the man who freed the slaves. I know. Uh, and this one is yours, the space slave. It is Lex Luthor 
versus David Palmer, David Arnold Palmer. Oh. Uh, David Palmer got fooled by his own wife for the longest time. Um, I don't think Lex Luthor would um, put up with that. Um, and again, I'm really intrigued by the idea of a bad person doing good things. So that's just so much more interesting than the noble, um, heroic, absolutely, completely hot, um, president, um, who can be, you know, undermined, but he personally is, uh, can do no wrong. So I'm going to go with, uh, I'm going to go with Lex. I can't believe this. Lex Luthor. A vote for Lex Luthor. Josh. Lex Luthor? More like Flex Luthor. Because his cowboy butts drive all you guys nuts. I'm not voting for him. And we're we're voting against him. A vote for David Palmer. Uh, Mike? Uh, I, I'm going to continue uh, singing the praises of uh, President Lex. Um, he, his first action as president was to, uh, take, put a moratorium on fossil fuels because he was all about advanced technology. Uh, one of the reasons that he got the, uh, the presidency was because he single-handedly saved Gotham city after the earthquake and the contagion and all of that stuff. Um, uh, he, he defended the, uh, the planet when we were invaded, uh, in the our worlds at war. Uh, he was really kind of the ultimate president. And yeah, he was doing this not out of a desire to help, not out of a desire to uh, make the world a better place or, or save the people, but to basically say, fuck you to Superman and to be more loved and more powerful than Superman. And that's spite. We love spite on this show. So president Lex, I forgot about how super his spite was a vote for president Lex Luthor. Uh, Yessie. Um, correct me if I'm wrong, Mike, uh, Lex Luthor was tricked by his wife, or I don't know if he was married to her, the Contessa, right? With Lena Luthor. Uh, yeah, I think so. But he got his kid out of it. He did. But, um, I'm going. Did he do nothing but divorce her after he found out? Or did he do something worse? Didn't she disappear with the kid? Ooh. And the kid turned it's into a brainiac. So many times, I don't remember. Yeah, it's a complicated but story. Yeah, um, Lex Luthor is hot too. You know, Michael Rosenbaum, like he could not keep his shirt on in, in Smallville. Uh, it yeah. was it was physically Somebody impossible. <laughs> but I, yeah, I, I'm going to go with Palmer because he um, he he does have that moral fiber and you know i as much as we love the 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 crooks and all the guys who managed to you know uh, get themselves into the position by by uh you know tricking the public etc i still think that there's a you know there's something to be said for the guy who's noble enough to walk away you know, when, in the interest of uh, the nation, in the interest of the public, uh, 
I'm giving my vote to Palmer. A uh, vote for David Palmer. And remember, Lex Luthor did it for spite. There was nothing other than spite. Just spite. It is all tied up. It comes down to you there, Chuck. Which one is going to go into the final up against Laura Roslin? Um, well, Mike pretty much summed up my attitude is I'm definitely going for Lex Luthor, a great president, also out of spite, uh, super intelligent. Um, it's just really cool how they made a super villain, a president and a great president, which just pissed off uh, the superheroes. And I just love that whole uh, situation in the comics with Luther as president. So Luther. And Lex Luthor is into the finals. We've got Laura Roslin from Battlestar Galactica and Lex Luthor from Lex Luthor. If you need to know, if you don't know who Lex Luthor is, what the, how the fuck did you listen to this episode? It is, it is, it is the final fight. Josh, it is yours. Which one are you voting for? I'm talking about my favorite burger of all time, the Luthor, named after Lex Luthor, <laughs> because it's designed to fucking kill you. It's got fucking like three patties, all sorts of cheese, bacon, two Krispy Kreme donuts as the buns. That devious motherfucker made a tasty treat for fat white people. Toot toot and scoot scoot. A vote for Lex Luthor, Mike. This uh, this this one really sucks. These are, are two of my favorite uh, presidential characters. Um. Uh. Well, Laura is pretty much a president. Uh, Lex has has been more than a president. The character is a lot more. Uh, a lot of people, and actually, in the current continuity, I don't think he even was president. Um. But it's Lex Luthor, and he was a great president. And uh, I put him on this list because I I, I think uh, Superman things don't get a whole lot of love on this show. Uh, even though we've done, you know, we're doing Superman year uh, and what the hell it's Superman year. So let's give it to Lex Luthor. A uh, vote for Lex Luthor. Yes. Uh, this is, this is tough. I don't know if it sucks or it's great because I think, you know, two of the strongest ones ended up in the final. And I just feel that, Lex Luthor being president is a very interesting storyline for as long as it happened, which wasn't very long. But Laura Roslin, she is iconic. She makes the new Battlestar Galactica. I, I just believe that it doesn't, it doesn't count, quite frankly. It doesn't win Peabody's. It doesn't become something which people are talking about throughout popular culture without her because frankly she's she's the difference i mean the difference isn't that you know whether starbucks was a guy or a girl the the difference is you know that you you had this exploration of humanity you know ronald d moore came to battlestar galactica because he, he he felt um you know that that he had tried to explore some of these things in star trek uh you know in tng in DS9 for a very short time, and he was involved with Voyager. And, and, and then he came and he said, okay, we don't have the Roddenberry principle here where we can't have conflicts among the crew, you know, among the, the humans. We, we can explore this. There are not two sides. Oh, it's the Cylons versus the humans. No, within the humans, you can talk about, you know, different 
points of view, you can you can do something which which normally you know no one talks about. I mean, who cares who the head of the civilian government is in Star Wars, or quite frankly in Star Trek? But with BSG, Laura Roslin did something different. She's got my vote. A uh, vote for Laura Roslin. Mike wasn't Luther like president for three years. It was. It went on for a while, didn't it? Yeah, it was in was in uh, real time or in comic book time. Real time. Uh, I don't know. Bill Maher. It was a while. Because real time. He was elected that, in two thousand. Yeah, he was elected in two thousand. When did that end? Two thousand three. That's what I'm looking After up right 9/11. now. Well, while you're looking that up, we'll get a check. 2003. Yeah, three years. Uh, Chuck? Um, I also just want to point out we didn't put President Chang on here. Don't blame me. I voted for Kodos. But uh, anyway, um, I'm going for Lex fucking Luther. Uh, vote for Luther and Anne. My last one? Yes, you are. Um, see, again, um, I was intrigued by the idea of a bad guy doing something just purely for spite and being a good president, even though he was bad. But just like I, the reason why I voted against David Palmer in an earlier round was because I thought he was too good. He would be, um, he, he never really had to make a decision between two bad things and Laura Roslin did not only was she able to um lead people by um a very powerful persuasive style but she also was willing to risk basically her soul um she uh tried to cheat and um that's something that if you believe in democracy you do not do but she thought it was important enough and um to, to cheat, and uh, even though she didn't get away with it, um, it was uh, a really, really was a defining moment for her, because she knew what was important, and she knew that um, Baltar was just a miserable, bad pre- uh, person to be president, and, um, but, at, but at the same time, um, she wasn't doing it out of spite, and she wasn't doing it um, out of a reason that, you know, she could get bored by it at a later time. She was, she was, uh, doing it for her people, not doing it just to be a jackass. So, um, I'm still going with Laura Roslin. She's uh, Space Moses. He'll vote for Space Moses, but Laura Space Roslin. Moses. Laura Roslin did not win. Lex Luthor is your next president. He is the best president. I'd like to thank everybody. Nice. Oh, well, we're wrong. I, yeah. I, I, wait, let's rephrase that. You guys are wrong because I wasn't a part of this episode. Uh, I'm but, not wrong. I so, voted for a man of the people that says keep hope alive. President Dwayne Alonzo Mountain oh, Dew Herbert Camacho should have been the winner. Um, Zeus should have won. <laughs> Zeus. Uh, the, thanks for listening. Anybody have anything to plug? Uh, Josh. Uh, as always, follow me on Twitter. Um, you can uh, just hashtag the apeshit killer if you want me to follow you back. And, um, you know, you can find me on, on Facebook. And you can also get me on YouTube. And you can also um, check me out 
on um, on Twitch TV, doing some game streams or whatever. If you want to see some sweet shit, I just got uh, Counter Strike Go, so you're gonna see me trolling people on there with the stun gun. And uh, yeah, other than that, just go ahead and um, uh, follow me on LinkedIn, and uh, we can share resumes and shit. And other than that, if you want to, you can uh, check me out on Hulu Plus. I have my own channel. No, I don't have a channel on Hulu. Um, email NBC. Let them know you want me to have a channel on Hulu, and uh, we'll go from there. Uh, thanks, Josh. Uh, Ann, anything from you? Um, I think I'm just going to plug Chicago because it is such a great town. I'm not a native Chicago person, um, and so I'll, I'll speak as somebody who, who isn't biased. Um, it's an awesome place to be a science fiction fan. There's so much stuff to do here, like being in this convention, or if you're there um, during regular time, there's a Chicago SF, which is an organization both me and Kathy Lehman belong to, and they meet once a month, and they've got all sorts of other things like uh, movie outings and the book discussion groups and TV and gaming nights and all sorts of stuff. So just just Google Chicago-SF or Chicago space SF, and you, you'll find us. Donkey Shane. Uh, Chuck. Uh, no, I got nothing. Nothing. His name's Chuck, and he's here to fuck. That's right. <laughs> Yessie, anything from you? Uh, follow me on Twitter at Rabbi Joe in JM. Uh, friend me on Facebook. Read me on Blogger, and post pictures of my dismembered corpse on Instagram. That's an odd thing to say, but. Check out our friends, DVDgeeks.tv, Subspace Communicate, and their awesome podcast, Life After Trek. Also, check out their uh, merchandise website, which is Bye Bye Robot, and the Rock for Files Files. It still exists. I still love it. Uh, Inappropriate Conversations is a show that you can listen to. Greg Blanchard is on there. He was the one that was on here for uh, Law and Order when he replaced Josh in the, at the second, at the halfway point. Or actually, I got arrested. You did not get arrested. Okay. I got arrested. That's what happened. They when Josh got arrested. Uh, also, give a listen to the Soulless Minions of Orthodoxy, Commentary Track Stars, and a Mission Log, a Roddenberry podcast. Special thanks goes to Karen for being our web presence. Check out what she's doing with uh, the Geek Bites Tumblr and the Chris Mitchell. He created a Wikia, and Christy woke to help flesh it out. You can do stuff on there, too. All you have to do is ask them, and they'll, they'll help you play. And who can forget Mr. Jared Formby and his amazing intros? Uh, check him out at www.heystartrek.net or on the Twitter. He's super underscore Spock. Mike? You can find me on the Weekend Geek Video Show on YouTube, where we preview new comics every week. Uh, you can check us out at geekfights.net, where we have lists of show ideas, the brackets we mentioned earlier, uh, our past episodes, links to our wiki, our Facebook page, and to our Tumblr. Don't forget to rate and review us on iTunes. And somewhere on Xbox Music. I don't, I don't. I honestly don't know where where we are on there. Also, like us on Facebook. If you'd like to be on the show, uh, just contact us at geekfights@gmail.com or on Facebook or Twitter. Uh, just look for Geek Fights or follow the links on our website. Uh, that's all it takes to join the League of Geeks. <laughs> our upcoming fights are best doctor and then after that is uh hackman versus kane yep 
Gene Hackman versus Michael Caine. Oh, Any in- knows the wrestler. No, no, it's not the wrestler. Any and all ideas <laughs> are welcome. Uh, oh, I was going to say thanks again for listening, but not yet, because uh, we're going to be at C2E2 in April. See you there. It's going to be awesome. Mike's going to be turning uh, old, and we're going to get really drunk, and we're going to have a drunk episode. You're all invited. Uh, thanks again for listening. Until next time. Keep fighting the geek fight. Good night. Vagina. Nice. Good stuff. Geek fight in the geek fight. Ooh. Nice. That would be... I, I should say that next time. Mom! Son! Dad! Oh my God! Look! You're bleeding! I'm guessing that doesn't happen very often. Lex! What did you do? I gotta hand it to you guys. I mean, keeping something like this a secret must have required an impressive ability to obscure the truth. Maybe the Kents and the Luthers have something in common after all. Yeah! I know about the Green Meteor Rock and Clark's unique gifts. What do you want? The world, Mrs. Kent. And your son's gonna help me bring it to its knees. Now talk some sense into him before something unfortunate happens. Like that. Dad! You were right about me all along, Mr. Kent. I am the villain of the story. Most uh-huh. most Asians are communists. <laughs> People who were born on the continent of Asia, the vast majority, over half, are are, are communists. Or at least they're supposed to be. Well, wait a minute. <laughs> wait a second. I, there's 0.5 billion Asians. So you mean to get how many people are in India? Because India is not communist. There's a billion no. people in India. No, but there are there are communists in India. There are communists in India. Hmm. Well, you know, there's actually like a lot. India has like a lot of local governments. Uh, um, it's kind of strange. Like you got to have a local government that is technically communist, for instance, in India. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, you know, it's not like everyone in Asia is communist. I'm just being sarcastic. But uh, well, no, just, just a, China has a billion people there. So yeah, exactly, China has so. 1.6 billion people. Oh, well, then, yeah, my, my statement is still factually accurate. <laughs> That's all that matters. Yeah, oh, that's all. I just want to be not horribly racist, just racist. Just accurately racist. Just accurately racist. <laughs> we we have a communist party here too. Oh yeah, is it fun? Yeah, it's called the Democrats. Yeah. <laughs> oh, holy oh. shit! Aquaman in my hand. Aquaman in my hand. Aquaman in my hand.